Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in this present moment. This is Eric Castillo here with another beautiful episode of the Infinite Talks podcast. And today I'm going to talk about several topics that I've been running, you know, that have been running through my mind. One is, uh, you know, autism. It's Autism Awareness Month. It's April. And uh, usually in April, we celebrate autism awareness. Also, I want to talk about just uh, some analogies and metaphors that have been running through my head. And just a couple of topics that, you know, that I've been wanting to, you know, release. So, first of all, autism awareness. Guys, uh, autism awareness is very important for individuals in our community. There's a lot of families in our community that are going through, you know, the struggles and and you know the lifestyle of a, of a person with autism it's very different you know and we need to be respect that that there's people out there you know going through this and a lot of families you know that are trying to figure out how to best accommodate their children or their family members right there's kids of all ages that have autism and then also adults right so we need to be conscious you know we need to be aware that in the community sometimes we might you know uh, face uh, some adversity when we're you know, um, you know, especially if you've never been around children or families with autism, you might be a little bit, you know, uh, judgmental at first and not understand what's going on on their behalf. You know, a lot of these uh, kiddos and a lot of these people with autism or IDD or neurological disorders, they'll have a meltdown. Right. And it could be at a public place, you know, at a park, at a grocery store or, you know, at the mall or, you know, stuff like that. And or at a public event and sometimes we don't know how to react when we've never been around or we are not aware of these situations that you know the the people that with with autism suffer you know they they um they're trying to integrate into the i guess community but it takes a community to help them out as well they can't do it on their own and the families you know they're struggling with so many issues you know as far as like accommodations and all this stuff so by the community being aware of what to do and, and getting educated, you know, uh, as far as, you know, the what to do in certain situations when, like, a child with autism is having a meltdown or even an adult, a young adult, like a teenager. I know that this past week there was an incident here in Laredo, Texas, where a, uh, a young, I think he's already in this, I think he's a young adult. Like, I don't know if he's, he's in his 18s or 20s, but... He was at a park, you know, and um, this park is specifically designed, this part of the park is designed for, you know, special needs kids, you know, special needs uh, community. So he was there and the other family didn't know, you know, that the child or this young man had a, a autism. So he had a meltdown and they were freaking out. He, they almost uh, got in an altercation with the man, with the young man. And, you know, uh, it almost became a uh, physical you know, and, and stuff like that. I don't know the whole story. I just know the gist of it. I, all I know is that the family didn't know how to respond to the situation that a young man was going through. And they almost, you know, had an altercation because they didn't understand that he had autism. And what I'm trying to get at is that uh, as a community, we need to be more thoughtful. You know, it's easy to say because for me, because I work in this field. I work with children and families that have, you know, autism. So I understand a lot of the stuff that happens behind their mindset. You know how it, it might trigger a, a episode of a meltdown, and you know, 
they handle stress differently, you know. Or they might not ha- not know how to handle it differently. You know, sometimes for them, a situation that causes uh, a lot of stimulation might cause uh, a traumatic situation for them, where they don't know how to express themselves and they don't know how to avoid situations. So they have a meltdown. They might cry. They might try to hit somebody. Or because they try to communicate something, but they don't know how to get, you know, their uh, communication expressed. So they might do it in different ways that we're not used to. So I know that here in Laredo, we're trying to do a good job. We're actually doing a good job to spread awareness and acceptance, uh, educate the community, and educate businesses. Um, Different parks are having, you know, accommodated parks and set areas for children with special needs. And that is in a more global scale because it's uh, for more, you know, disabilities, not just autism. But for the most part, you know, uh, there's a lot of kids out there, a lot of businesses that are going to get the training to have a, a safe place, a safe haven for families with that want to integrate into the community. But sometimes they don't. They can't because, you know, businesses don't accommodate for them. And I know. You can't accommodate for everybody and it's a very difficult task, but it's something we can work on together and something that we can educate ourselves on. And maybe like if you go to a certain grocery store, there'll be like a sensory room in case you take your child and or your your young adult with autism and you can have this safe place, this safe haven where a sensory room can provide that for them. You know, like an area where there's cool, there's less noise. There's a you know a darker, uh, less imagery, more common imagery for them. You know, there's a lot of ways we can change our environments to accommodate them without even uh, interfering with the other experience, right? Or there can be a set of hours where you know it'll be more uh, chill for the for people with aut- autism to attend. You know, for maybe the mom that can't go to HEB or the stores at a certain time because it's super busy and that's the only time she has. Maybe there's certain days where, like, there's accommodated hours where there's less people, there's less noise, less stimulation going on in the in the background, like, as far as music goes. You know, we got to get creative with, like, how do, how do we get the children with autism to integrate into our normal routines, right? The daily routines that we go through. Like, the parks are starting to think how we can accommodate them by... You know, open up the pools, the swimming pools during the summer at different hours, different days where they can go and like have a less chaotic environment. You know, when you go to the swimming pool in a typical day, there's all kinds of kids, all kinds of chaos, you know, and there's all kinds of families. Some are more chill, more subtle. And then there's some others that are very hyper and there's a lot of noise. So it's a very unpredictable setting. But imagine where a child with autism and his family can go and, and enjoy the pool, man, and be able to have the the safe the the i guess the safety the lifeguards be attent attentive to them and at the same time maybe like there's not no music in the background or if there's any music it's uh, like light uh very sensory sensitive you know uh music or you know kind of in the back anything in the background is limited because you want to make sure that we're not you know creating an atmosphere of chaos for them and adaptable for them right so I know in the city of Laredo, we're working very well, very closely with with the health department to make sure that those 
things are taken into consideration so that in the future we're working on how to make you know uh, the city more inclusive for kids and families with autism and not just autism and, and but also special needs families you know people that are going through all kinds of uh, with families with disabilities right we want to make sure that in the in the long term this city becomes a very inclusive city for any anyone with any kind of disability or you know uh, that is going through some hardship like that and it's i wanted to talk about that today because i'm part of a coalition that's uh, with autism and today we had this talk right and it was pretty interesting how you know, law enforcement is getting involved. They're creating their own task force, their their own unit to respond for cases with children with autism. Something that we could have had, you know, in the on this past few years, we've had several incidences uh, where uh, incidents <clears throat> where people with autism or young young children had episodes, and sometimes the people who called nine one one didn't have any idea that that child or that young teenager or that adult had autism so when first responders get there they're clueless to what to do and especially if they don't have any training or any awareness of you know what happens when you have autism or what kind of characteristics that can happen uh in a in a situation right where a lot of stress is going on for your child or a young a young adult or a teenager so the the Laredo Police Department is already creating like a, a special a special special unit designed for people and families with autism, and they're creating a registry so that people can register and and put up information so that whenever they do get a call, the the officers already know what to expect and stuff. So like not exactly what to expect from the situation, but already go with like some kind of idea of you know name. You know situations what is what is a trigger what causes uh, that child to you know lash out or have the stress so a lot of the things that are we're working on right now is to kind of create this system where we're able to provide some assistance and also you know i guess uh create that that safe space for families to call somebody with authority that can help them you know in situations where they might be in a public place and they need somebody's assistance and they're having a meltdown and you know sometimes um, when young adults or adults have a with autism have a, a meltdown you know it's really hard to control you know and it's uh people want to get involved but some people are not trained so we need the right people to be around those you know those situations and also not only that but just educating the community like how to intervene or how not to intervene because sometimes by trying to intervene you might cause more of a stressor for that person and it might just make it more chaotic and sometimes we need to understand like hey we need to back off and they need to like not judge for what they're going through and kind of like you know uh, avoid the situation unless there's a emergency where like somebody's you know getting hurt or something then we need to intervene but if it's a child or uh, an adult that's having the meltdown and we can avoid and because i know i've I had i've had uh family members or uh, not family members but like uh patients that i've worked with before and sometimes by trying to intervene and, and calm down the situation you actually make it worse because we don't know how to handle the child's or the the adult's um triggers right whatever causes them to have a distressor so 
it's very important as in a, as in a community and, and there's a lot of people that don't know anything about autism you know and they the first thing they think is that oh that that child is you know uh, chiflado which is like you know uh being obnoxious or being like a certain behavior and like the parents don't know any better but sometimes it's it's autism right and we need to be careful that we're able to assist or you know understand what the family's going through and not judge them for what they're going through so that was one of the talks i really wanted to talk about today that's one of the topics i need you all to look it up you know autism.org i think there's a, a website like that <laughs> i might be i might be throwing uh websites and i don't really know the names to it but no but look it up look it up on google and be like you know how to uh, react to a child or a person with autism what to do what not to do you know how to create a better environment for them um how to be you know of, of any assistance if you have if you're going through you know and, and it takes a lot of training and education but there's a lot of websites out there that are you know by the cdc and other uh, websites that are you know you know uh, that are research-based and you'll be able to get the right data and it takes a community you know of people working together to create a good environment for not, only, not only for people in our community that have autism, but just pre- people in general, right? For have, having their, uh, an inclusive setup where everybody feels like accommodated to and everybody feels like, hey, uh, you know, that city supports my my cause and uh, they support what I'm going through or my family. And um, I think Laredo is going in the right direction, man. I'm so proud of being part of the city and being part of this new wave of, of talent. Now that I'm seeing all these... Um, leaders that are coming up in our in our health department coming up with new ideas and very very passionate about it and very thorough you know letting the people with more experience talk so we can see the challenges that they faced before and and see how we can better collaborate to come up with ideas and uh make sure that our kiddos and our families with autism are, are supported in every single facet of life uh, for us, going to the HEB, going to the food store, going to the mall seems very natural. You know, we don't have a child with autism. So put yourself in their shoes. They can't make those trips sometimes. They can't go out in public sometimes. they Sometimes the children are nonverbal and they have a hard time communicating. So they might have, a, you know, communication is- issues. And if you don't know anything uh, as far as autism goes and, and you're observing this behavior from the outside in, you might be judging these families, you know, and they don't need that support. They need they need actually, you know, some um, understanding. You know, we need to understand that they're going through some tough times. And, you know, eventually with the, the right training and the right support, they'll be able to handle it a lot better. But it takes a village, man. It takes a village for us to come out on top and, and create avenues of success for any of these individuals that are going through this distress, man. And... Yeah, that's as far as uh, autism goes. I wanted to talk about that today because it's Autism Awareness Month. I wanted to share that you know that uh, sympathy, that uh, that good news that we're working on here in our in our communities, and I'm pretty sure all over the world and all over the states. I'm pretty sure uh, there's leaders that are taking the time to actually think about new ways to fix you know uh, problems that are that have been there for many years now because the community is getting more aware. And especially the people in, in power or the people that can make changes and they can, you know, implement these type of changes in our community. So I'm, I'm, I'm a part of it here in Laredo, Texas. I like I like being, uh, you know, uh, part of that, that direction. 
and providing some feedback to you know help out and, and make this city a lot better for our people with autism and just people with special needs in general and also uh today i just want to talk man I, I don't have a car right now my car is wrecked to wrecked on uh, about a month and a half ago i'm in carless um right now i'm using my dad's truck it's very uh it's not old old but it's an older model you know it's an it's a chevy truck it's an amazing truck and i call it the white beauty probably like a 2014 but it has i like it because it doesn't have none of the new technology like the the rear view camera it doesn't have a it actually has a cd player i haven't jammed out to any cds yet but i do have a cd player here um it doesn't have the like the turn on button you have to actually put in the the key on the ignition. Uh, it doesn't have like the old school. I mean, the new school uh, unlocking features where you just walk up to the car, press a button, and it unlocks. You actually have to put in the key on the on the door, in the door, and then unlock it. You know, a lot of manual stuff. It's kind of making me very present on the situation. You know, that actually when you're driving the truck, it feels less. Uh, like you have to actually guide it you know it's not like the new cars where like you're driving and you can barely you don't have to barely you don't have to move the power steering you know at all like the steering wheel is very very smooth on the newer cars and the old truck well the steering move the steering wheel moves a lot and the the ride is not as smooth i like that i actually like that um it's kind of smells a little bit like gas like when you're burning the gas it has the old school vibe but with the a lot of the the newer tech that came up in the uh, late 2000s and the 20s, you know, 2015, 2014, maybe 2012. I don't know exactly what year this is. It might be 2008. I don't even know, to be honest. But it, I know it doesn't have a lot of the new tech features. And I kind of like it because, you know, it doesn't have the Bluetooth setting. Uh, I have to connect to the auxiliary. I, I haven't connected my phone to the auxiliary. I have, I have to actually listen to the radio right now, which I don't normally, you know, and... That's been quite of a, a cool little experience listening to the radio like back in the days and just the old school features, man. It kind of reminds me from when I was in my, in my younger days, fairly, barely learning how to drive and driving my, my cars when they were older, you know, pretty cool vibes, man. And it's just, uh, it just brings me back to being present. Being present is very key. And sometimes you have situations in your life where you're more present than others. And I feel like sometimes there's things that, can help you be more present you know and um, i'm appreciating the time that i don't have a car and i'm borrowing my dad's truck and i thank him so much for that because i'm able to get around for work and you know for things that i have to do at home you know thank god my mom my, my wife and and my kids they have another vehicle to travel around when i'm at work but i'm thankful for my dad and just thankful to god that i'm alive and that i didn't die in my wreck a few weeks a month ago and that i'm here I'm actually going through the process, you know, of, uh, you know, just get another vehicle or not. I don't know. I'm enjoying the process of having my dad's truck right now and enjoy enjoying the present moments and be able to, you know, enjoy life at this point, you know, and whatever has to God has coming for me. But that's really what I want to talk about today, guys. Thank you so much. I had more pointers, but I'll talk about them in another day. But thank you so much. Y'all stay tuned. Uh, listen to the Alex Rincon episode. It was a really good episode on how uh, this upcoming fight is going to happen in a couple of days from now. It's going to be Ryan Garcia versus Gervonta Davis. going to be an amazing fight. I'm looking forward to watching it. And uh, yeah, man, 
Go check it out. It's got a, be- a lot of beautiful episodes here in Infinite Talks Podcast. We're always sharing the good energy, the good frequencies. That's what the show is about. Check out Mr. Khalif uh, Wins. I had an episode with him on Monday. It was pretty awesome. We got to share some ideas and just some thoughts. Um, it's not on the Infinite Talks Pox Network, but it's also on the Khalif, Will- Khalif Wins YouTube channel. Go check it out. I really appreciate it. Go follow his content as well. He has a lot of great content. A strategic creator. But yeah, um, thank you so much, guys. This is Infinite Talks Podcast. Remember, we're not a brand. We are frequency. And Infinite Talks Podcast approves this frequency. Peace out. Have a great day.